Food Court, the movie podcast where Sean and John watch shit, judge shit, and most importantly, eat shit. It. Oh boy, we are the law. Wow, you got real hot there. Wow. We hello. We're in the parking lot of the Bell Court, the Bell Court Theater. Theater. We. First of all, had some fingers. We ate some goddamn... We got fingered. We got... Freddy got fingered. We are Freddy, and we got some hot buffalo wing fingers in all up in our mouth. We had McDougal's, which is the... It is the closest thing to a food court outside of the Bell Court. I think so, it's yeah. Like Bell, it's like Bell Court's own little finger-banging food court. Yeah. We were banging some... Fing- we banged three fingers apiece. I successfully did not accidentally order a million fingers. Yeah, you only got three. Uh, if you ever eat at McDougal's, yeah. uh, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, you order something that sounds like it's going to be not much food. Mm-hmm. It's a ton of food. Yeah. A snack is a smorgasbord. A snack is like two fingers, but it is so filling. A little basket is what Yogi Bear would call a picnic basket full of food. He would. And I shudder to think what anything above little basket would be. There's a large, and then there's an even bigger one than that. I've never ordered the large. I can't imagine what it must be like. It's and 50. If it's, it, uh, they need to put family in there somewhere. Yes. Some of them are for a whole family, I think. Nary one of those is a snack. No. It's got me worried about the st- status oh, of yeah. our country as a size. I mean, this is right over by Vanderbilt. Aren't these Vanderbilt kids eating t- tiny portions for their I tiny... Guess, I guess they're growing. Oh, are they getting bigger? They're growing. <laughs> these they're are children. growing boys. These are growing... <laughs> Growing Vanderbilt Commodores. Oh, they getting big? Uh, we came with a purpose. What was that? We could only see but two movies. Yeah. Three movies, had we a choice. Okay. We could have seen Claire Denis' High Life. Yes, that was one of our main choices. Which is going to be like an artisanal astronaut flick. Yes. We could see... Artisanal. Uh, What's up, Satan? Is that what it's called? <laughs> it is. What's the matter, Satan? It's a, uh, hey, Satan, how you doing? What is it called? Uh, it is called Hail Satan, question mark. Hail, Hail Satan. Which I will say is, I, I'm kind of interested in them in the Satanist church because they're, like, doing interesting things. I'm interested in that, but I'm more interested in, like, a Wikipedia article and or a 18-minute mini-documentary. Yeah, maybe not a whole documentary. And then we have the Aretha Franklin documentary called... Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace. I saw that one already. Yeah, I don't want to see that one. You don't like joy. I don't want to see... I don't want to go to church. Yeah, I get it. And I don't want to go to anything called Amazing Grace unless it's a Brett Butler comedy series reboot of Grace Under Fire. Oh. Then I'm ready for that one. Is she still around? Is she alive? Brett Butler lives in Rome, Georgia... What? And is an alcoholic and hangs out at my friend's old bar. Really? And hits on the wayward young Barry collegiate males. Ooh. That sounds this, awesome. This is old intel, though. This is probably stuff from like seven years ago, so she's probably dead. No, no. She has a farm in Rome, Georgia, though. Oh, Brett. Brett. What a sweet lady. She hangs out with the other old degenerate alcoholic there is the swinging family behind the... Uh, eat more chicken ads oh. from uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, sure. And they were ostracized from the Chick-fil-A, some called a family, some called a cult, because uh-huh. they are swingers. Oh. So they have a sex shop in Rome, Georgia. Do they... Rome, Georgia is a very weird place. Do they... The first place of Chick-fil-A. Well, that was that You was just frightening. have to start yeah. not uh, reacting to it, even though you okay. have the headphones in. Okay. That'll have to be the new, the new, the de rigueur. I can't do it. 
Um, do they are they swingers who are still homophobic somehow? Or are I they... think they're just like I think they've broken free of the the Chick Fil A oh, constraints. They're just like, hey, be gay. We don't I care. Think I think they've made their money. Oh yeah. Once you once you make enough money, you don't need to be homophobic anymore. It's just Brett Butler and the swinging couple behind the Eat More Chicken ad campaign yeah. in Rome, Georgia. Wow. And Rome fell. Yeah. <laughs> and while uh, Rome burnt, Truett Cathy played the fiddle. Wow. You know what else is from Rome, Georgia? No. Uh, the pro wrestler Arn Anderson. Oh, and that's all. One I got. of the four horsemen. Yes, yes. One of the main four you. horsemen. Good for you. I you mean, one it. of the most boring four horsemen. But uh, that's a long way to get around to that. We saw High Life. We saw High Life. <laughs> yeah, we did. We saw Miller High Life. Let's have a champagne jam, man. We, we saw the champagne of movies. Claire Denise High Life. First of all. What did you think, in general? <laughs> I, uh, are you sure it wasn't directed by Peter Farrelly? I, it might have been. There was a lot of cum in this movie. It, it was a kind of, there's something about Mary-esque volume of cum. Like, at least... A liter? At least five ramekins. At least five ramekins of cum. Yeah, but these weren't heavy loads. I mean... Ah. I, I don't know how wide they were, though. So, you know, wide it's hard loads, to tell. Wide cum... Um, you're, you're, a, you're a load master. Oh, sure, yeah. So you were offended by the, the, uh, the, the lack of content in the loads. <laughs> yeah. Which has, which I can only deduce that you are the load master. Anything under a, a half an ounce is too little for me. <laughs> Seemed like normal loads to me. Oh, is that normal loads? Okay. maybe I'm not load bearing. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> After the Will show, <laughs> after the show, we're gonna do a jerk off. <laughs> um, yes, I will not attempt to summarize this film. Oh, okay. Nor I should any, nor should anyone. It's easy. Okay. It's so easy. There's criminals. It's like uh, remember, Alien Three. Remember Lockdown, the the movie where there's a space jail. Alien Three. No, different one. <laughs> okay. They, yes. It's uh, it's actually Escape from New York in space. With Guy Pierce. Do you remember this movie? I have seen Lockdown, yes. It's like that, but it's an art house movie. It's they're in space, they're criminals, uh, they're fighting, they're raping, they're murdering, they're doing anything a criminal would do, but they're doing it in space. Right. Uh, but also there's tenderness. <laughs> I think Sean and I saw different movies. No, we saw the same movie. Um I think the version you saw was originally a Cloverfield movie. I wish. And then they decided to make it about <laughs> cum instead. Yeah. This did have a lot in common. There was a lot of kind of dripping goo, like, I mean, I, like a Cloverfield I've, movie. I felt more. I felt more of an Alien Threeness to this yeah. than anything else. Oh uh, yeah. I wish Charles Dance had been in it. I do too. I wish Charles Dance was in most films. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Charles S. Dutton. Yes. Um, Any other instead, Charles? Instead, the Bronson? the Robert Pattinson was in this one. The twinkly the... vampire himself. Yeah. Who, a good who, time. Who makes interesting stuff? Yeah. And he seems to really be going for it. Um, yeah, I don't know what he was going for with this role. I don't. I don't know. It's and a then, vexing movie. Yeah, and then Juliet Binoche, who I usually think is like outstanding, yeah, was kind of like torturously hammy in this. She's a little weird, but she was asked to do some really strange things. She had to do. Should we talk about all the strange things she does? Let's just say okay. that there is a masturbation box of doom. Yeah. And uh, believe it or not, yeah. the um, 
Dildo Machine from Burn After Reading plays a heavy role. It's very similar. <laughs> it's really so similar. Also, horrifyingly, it has like a car wash set of like little, you know, flat fingers that slap all the goo off of it. That spin. It's like a horrible mop. It's just horrific. It was very Burroughs-esque. Yes. This movie was very Burroughs-esque. They, they managed... It's... It's rare to do this, but they managed to make, like, boobs and vaginas disgusting. It's a dirty, filthy Jean-Pierre Junette meets Tarkovsky. Yeah. Meets uh, Burroughs. Yeah. Alien 3 sequel. Real gross. <laughs> really made me feel uh, disgusted a lot. A lot of yeah. horrifying, a lot of sexual assault. I mean, not that much, I guess, but... For uh, the for violence in movie. this movie is very real, like very brutal, very visceral. Yes, um, some horrible stabbings, some <laughs> dripping juice. I guess <laughs> for for our, for our, for our listener, yes, this is a very metaphysical flick. Yes, nothing is to be taken literally. It, it, we haven't seen Star Children like this since two thousand one. No, I will say that a lot of the uh, imagery was evocative to, uh, of my own experiences with uh, hallucinogens. Oh, so really? I, I believe. In fact, we encountered one of your friends uh, outside the theater. He's like, "Man, they seem to really nail that uh, black hole imagery," and I was like, "Oh no, man, she just she's done acid a few times." Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> it did. Look, I mean, it did look like that picture. Yeah. He. He was right about that part. Well, we are all one with the universe, my oh. friend, and the only way to find is to drop that acid. <laughs> no, I did DMT. Only DMT for me. Oh, man. If God you, particle. If you if you go straight from uh, a life of abstinence to DMT, that would be quite the plunge. I do. That would be quite That's the where plunge. I make all my drawings. <laughs> my, your drawings? What, that's why they're so visionary. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, nothing is as it seems this movie. I feel like you're allowed to make all the associations you wish. Okay. You think nothing is as, as it seems. I felt like it was a movie that allowed you to project a lot of your own stuff onto That's it. That's true. I would go with that. Um, if if there was a plot to it, I think it was pretty uh, well obscured. Yes. Um, it's weird. The structure itself is pretty odd. Because right. it's like, you see the beginning of the end... Right. Quite early. It's a film in which these space criminals. Yes. It seems like they were like death row people. Yes. Who are allowed to go try to find an energy source yes. via finding a black hole. Yes. Then, when they got into space, yeah. turns out medical officer Juliet Binoche yes. wants to conduct some sort of sexual experimentation. Jizz experiments. On them. Yes. And... I, I don't think that was the principal mission of the of the, of the journey. No. I think that she might have been a bit of a whack job. Maybe she decided to start doing it? I think so. She I, already had a lot of stuff with her. And she was also a, a penal colonist. Yes. Which, we, which was supposed to be a meaningful reveal, but I didn't find any reveals meaningful because I was... Uh, when there's no uh, barometer for normalcy, yes, nothing is very shocking. That's true. It was not very shocking. <laughs> it was wasn't particularly emotionally engaging. No, it really. But it wasn't. was cool, and it was pretty. Yeah, and I was interested in it. I was like, okay, well, where is where does this go? Where does this go? Claire Denis' other movie. I, I was interested in where it was going, but I think it was more. I'm not sure it's because I was engaged so oh, okay. much. Uh, I do like Claire Denis' other movies, but I, I, you, I think you kind of nailed it for me when you said it wasn't very emotionally 
I, I didn't feel like I was investing ever at any point. Yeah. I mean, it's all kind of, a lot of it is very underplayed. Like, the acting is, other than the points when they get really crazy. Yeah, the acting was either very monotone or just Mia Goth screaming. Yeah. And she's she's so, uh, she's too much for me. She's pretty intense in this. Yeah, she's very intense in this. And, and Benosha's so incredibly weird. Yeah. Contrapunto to, like, Andre 3000 doing nothing. Yeah, he's just like, hey, man. I'm yeah, just, he's very low-key. I'm in space. Yeah. Whatever, I was a criminal, I don't know what I did. Who knows? Yeah. Probably something bad, but he's it's just nice. like, aha, hush that fuss. Uh, yeah. Everybody moved to the back of the bus. Yes. Sorry, Mrs. Benoche. <laughs> I am for real. But uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, I mean, it's, uh, that one's going to take a little while to soak in. I feel like there Definitely. were. Definitely. There's, uh, th- there's a moment when you know that the movie is no longer, is absolutely no longer literal. Yeah. And I think it's when they find this, the, there's a second ship. And then you're just like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. That's a bit of the shades of the Tarkovsky of the yeah. of Solaris a little bit. Yes, which Solaris, one of my favorite movies. Great. I think now is officially played out. Yeah. I don't think I can see any more luxuriant foliage in space. Yeah. Or juxtaposed with space anymore. I feel like everybody's done it now. Yeah. Let's just go back to complete sterility, <laughs> or or the other way. Yeah. It- <laughs> It was sunrisey, little sunrisey. Yeah, a little, little, bit. little sunrisey. I don't know. I feel like sunrise to me is, uh, or sunshine. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sunshine to me has been like the most. Sunrise is more now. Uh, has, has been like the most unique. Like not going to be like everything else. Yeah. Uh, where the, as I felt like this was very just like okay, this is Solaris. It's pretty similar. It's kind of spot on. Yeah. So, sunshine at least had, like had the decency to have to throw a, a new color palette in there. That's true. Which um, I appreciate. What did you think about the uh, Chekhov's incest? <sighs> That's one way to put it. Chekhov's, yeah. Chekhov's dirty family fucking rifle. Well, okay. This is <laughs> so right in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. He's talking about taboo. He's specifically talking about taboo to yeah. his daughter. Yeah, that's very strange. And then his daughter grows up, and I was like, oh no. Yeah. And then, luckily, thankfully, I don't. Th- Think they fucked each other? It certainly wasn't I don't made explicit. Think so. It certainly wasn't made explicit. But it did seem surprised. Like, so why? I mean, I guess the talk of taboo was just—I don't know—to make us feel weird. Um. So this is her first English language film. Yeah. And I think it just stayed a French movie. <laughs> it yeah. Was, uh, it was such like a French salon, like everything means everything type of dialogue yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and very on the nose. And I, and I do not think, and this is a huge generalization, but I feel like French films are very uh, broad in, in the way they handle stuff like that. And, yeah, that's true. You know, they're, they're, they're very, they, it's like emblazoned on the on the chest, you know. They yeah. don't, they, they, there's not a lot of... Um, Subtlety there. So, mm-hmm. they, they, I mean, uh, this movie cut sweeping swaths. Yes. I mean, the the ending is about as uh, about as broad and and do what you will with it as it possibly could be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get, let's get to our uh, okay. Let, let's get we'll, we'll break this down into our segment so that we can find a way to talk about this. Okay. Movie that's very hard to talk about. Let's do it. Sean, what was your gyro? Of the picture, your favorite thing. Hmm. Um. Oh God. Um. um 
That bad, huh? I think it, no, I, I did like it. Um, I think there's like a scene where he's like throwing bodies out of a door, and yep. that's that's pretty good. That's the titular scene, the it's, title screen. High Life. Which is one of those movies. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things where you can tell that the filmmaker had that image in their head and like, and then the title. Yeah. And that is the best uh, best shot of the movie, It's I think. pretty good. The It's also surprising because it's like a title card fucking 30 minutes into the movie or something. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I, I also thought, like, the, the aforementioned brutality in this movie is, like, well done. Yeah. And, like, you feel it. It's rough. And that was the closest thing I had to emotional engagement. It never got sucked me into a single character. Yeah. Um which I think is probably the movie's biggest failing. Because mm-hmm. uh, you, ultimately, you ultimately do not care what happens. Not really. Which kind of, you know, like Solaris is, you can say like about 2001 Solaris, oh, well, you don't care about those people either. I don't think that's true. I think the, uh, uh, the Howl stuff really gives you a sense of danger that makes you invest. And then Solaris, I think, is like a soul-churning, gut-churning like movie that makes you feel alive. Yeah. This movie made me feel kind of dead. Yeah, uh, and this movie made, especially since this movie is so much about reproduction, also made me wonder like why reproduce? <laughs> oh yeah. So it's just like uh, it's a lot about hopelessness. Yeah, it's um, like oh we're we're doing this for no reason. We're just going out, so trying th- desperately to find some power. <laughs> right. So I mean, if that and if that is indeed the purpose, then I take it back. This movie was very <laughs> spot successful. on. Yeah. Uh, it definitely is completely helpless. On the other side, as our low main, <laughs> did you have low a f- man. most favorite? Yeah, it's the brutality. Brutality, okay. Yeah, um, I just you just don't see it portrayed that well, and that like those somebody when you when people get punched in the face in this movie, yeah, that felt like because I've been punched in the face, yeah, that felt like a punch to the face, yeah. And you know, noses were broken. It's and, rough. Yeah, you know, it's 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 intense. There's lots of yeah. Uh, intergender violence. Yeah, good grief. <laughs> Lots of yeah. men punching women and women punching yeah, men. And violence. It's just horrific. Um, if I have a least favorite thing, it'd probably just be... And I think she can be used pretty well, usually. Uh, but me and Goth, like, at turns was painful to watch at me for... Maybe that was her purpose. Yeah. Uh, and then I, this, like, Benoche, I thought was a little, little much. Yeah. Like, just a little much. Yeah. So I think, you know... This being English as a second language film, I think some of the dialogue that she has to say is just impossible for it to land when said in that fashion. Yes. <laughs> Very weird stuff to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't... I also don't remember any of the things they said. My what baby. Oh. My baby. As she rubs someone else's groin. Oh, yes. Feel me. Feel me up. Feel me. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. That's this is a rare female on male screen rape. That's yeah. pretty. I mean, really bold. Thank God it's a female director. Or this would be a capital P problematic. Oh, yes. But uh, yeah, that was another thing I was thinking about. It's like another movie, like um, uh, you never really hear last year. It's like movies that are directed by a woman that you can say, "Hey, I thought this movie was cool," but it's really not. Like it's maybe not what. Uh, the world wants women to direct or something. I know, but it's like, well, turnabout's fair play. Yeah, and sure. Like, here's the agency. And, yeah. You know, it's it's interesting to, yeah. to talk and think about. Yeah, the agency uh, is, oh, well, everybody thinks the world our turn sucks. Now. And, it, <laughs> yeah. and everybody thinks that people are brutal. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but what was your what was your low man? Um, I think just sometimes the pace I was into, mm-hmm. and sometimes I wasn't into. Sometimes I was just like. I just got a little kind of sleepy time. I didn't all the way fall asleep, okay, but I was yeah. just like... I thought you were asleep at one point. I was not. Okay. I never did once fall asleep, but yeah. I was just the kind dude, of... dude, one row in front of us was loudly snoring. Really? <laughs> yeah. I thought that might have been you, but... No, uh, no. no? I, actually, uh, that movie was kind of just fine, but moved along at a brisk pace for me. Yeah? Um, the, the only times... like Because it wasn't very meditative. No. It kind of like got through its paces. Yeah. And grossed you out at every turn. Yes. There was a lot of really disgusting stuff. So I, I'll give it that. I, I, I don't know if it's the type of movie I'd ever want to see again, but I, I definitely wouldn't call it. Like, you were never really here Yeah, t- since you brought that up. That was a movie I left, and as I moved past it, I was kind of like, I don't know if there was anything there, really. Yeah. Like, I think that might have been much ado about nothing. In fact, if Walking Phoenix hadn't been in it, it may have been dull and crappy. Maybe. Uh, whereas this movie, not, it's not dull. No. And there's and there was some real, you know, like, like I could see th- this movie could upset people. Yeah. You know? Well, it's definitely and, like and that's worthwhile. It's a definitely a zeitgeist movie. It is yeah. like, hey, well, it's it's all over on Earth. We don't have a chance. Let's find a way out. Yeah. And oh, what? Wait, that may even that might not be a good idea. Maybe it's, we shouldn't bother finding a way out. It's interesting because, uh, and I thought the effects were pretty cool. Yes. Uh, I I I think this movie has been germinating in Denise's head a long time, but it did seem rather. Uh, it it just shows you how long we've been having this uh, these questions about whether we should continue as a species. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not all fun and games, folks. We did see some trailers. Oh, we saw a lot of trailers. I wrote them down. Um, and they are in my notes app, which I am opening now. Okay. One um, of my favorite things about going to the Artsy Fartsy Theater is they have this, like, really scary, like, ad campaign about not having your phone out. Yeah. And Sean's always having to have his notes out to, to, to take the trailers yeah. down. And it's, like, right after the trailers is when they, they go to, like, a white screen where it's like, you put your phone away or we'll handle you, brother. I did it. And, I, and then Sean's, like, viciously and quickly trying to type the stuff in and we're both freaking out. I want to be good. <laughs> I know you But do. also, I, need, I can't remember all these words. There's... One, there's like so many different titles. Also, all of them are foreign filmmakers. There's like that's a good point. There's so many different words that are outside of my realm of understanding. Yeah. Uh, for instance, I am not sure about this one uh, from the director of Personal Shopper, Oliver Asayas. Nonfiction, this kind of charming comedy with Juliet. I'm just interested to see it after his other films being nothing of the sort. So yes. Sign me up. For a whimsical sex farce from the maker of Personal Shopper. Yes. I have no fucking clue. Maybe. Yeah. Um, The Kenyan uh, cute lesbian movie. That is in English that for some reason used subtitles. Is that racist? I think it must be racist. (laughs) It's it's like if they had... uh, I don't think English is exact... Like, not British... But, like, if it was, like, a Cockney movie or something and they had subtitles. Jeez, they were speaking such perfectly clearly enunciated English. Yeah. 
It was Maybe. weird. Between that and the comparing it to Spike Lee films for no reason, I was like, what the? Who made this trailer? Yeah. <laughs> it did not look like a Spike Lee movie <laughs> no. to me. It was, Other than black people, no. no it was it very colorful. Colorful and vibrant in the way the camera... Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that trailer. I don't Given know Given that trailer a big... That's my worst of the week. Really? That's Mellow Man. That trailer. It's pretty rough. The, the king of all trailers. We talking about Zhang Yimou? Oh, yeah. Uh, from the director of Hero. Yeah. Shadow. House of Flying Daggers? Yeah, I think so, yeah. This Shadow movie. Big. All right. I don't give a lot of stock market tips. Yeah. But I'd say if you have heard of a little company that happens to uh, make umbrellas made of razor blades, (laughs) now's the time to buy. (laughs) Yes. Because I feel like there were a lot of umbrellas made of razor blades in this movie. There and there ton- might be a craze. It, there are a ton of them in it, and yes. it made me want one. Yeah. Because <laughs> they look very useful, okay? There might be some guys with crossbows above you. Apparently you can ride them. You can sort of ride them and spin. You spin mm-hmm. and it's raining. Right. Um, it seems like there will not be one color in the whole movie, which I'm fascinated by. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Oh, yeah. It's so grayscale. Yeah. It kind of looked lazy that maybe way. It'll maybe it'll be noir. That's the thing. Yeah. Maybe it's going to be, you know. Samurai noir? Samurai noir. Or are they samurai? Mm. Les samurai noir? Yes. Are they? <laughs> maybe. Uh, do you want to see that one? Yeah. I definitely want to see that. I want to see all those movies. Yeah. I even want to see the weird, maybe it's like Spike Lee, maybe it's not like Spike Lee. Yeah. And now I want to see if they do subtitles for the whole damn thing I or if it's just one racist trailer maker maybe it's just for the trailers and they're like well if you can understand the trailer you can understand the movie i don't know yeah, that was weird they're like maybe uncomfortable hey uh this is how i speak english but i felt like all the like uh, that's the rare like i want to see all these movies yeah there are only three trailers right i think there was one other that i didn't want to write down i don't even remember it i, I have blocked it out was it bumblebee 2 no i wish they should play Bumblebee. It would be kind of awesome court. if there was. Oh, it was uh, for the John Cassavetes. Oh yes, uh, sure. Why not? I would. Seymour Cassell has great hair and mustache. In he those does. Rest and, in peace. And Peter Falk, friend. Also, rest in peace, Columbo. Hey, how you doing? It's, I don't do a Columbo. I don't think. And one more thing. Ah, just one more thing. Uh, and, and one more uh, very influential movie that nobody really wants to see anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's artsy. It's you know, it's black and white. You you love it. Uh, filmmaker's either a genius or an alcoholic. I don't know. A little bit of it's both. The Tigre song. Hey, who, who cares? Hey, he's in. Uh, he's in. Uh, what is he? Dirty, Dirty dozen. dozen. Dirty yeah. dozen. He's <laughs> Rosemary's baby. Hey, he's a Rosemary's baby. He's like, hey, I gotta pay for this movie. It's like, I'm the good guy. Oh, wait, I'm the bad guy. Oh, who cares? Oh, wait, I've inseminated uh, you I'm with sorry, the I'm devil's so, I'm baby. I'm sorry, the devil. What do you want from me? Was the devil's baby inside of his... So they took her out to the, the devil. They let on the a devil boat. do her, Bubba. On a boat, right? Or was it not on a boat? It's hard to tell. I didn't think it was on a boat. <coughs> I feel like that boat boats. was rocking, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, if the boat is rocking, don't bother knocking. Anton LaVey made a little cameo there. Really? You know weirdest cameo in Rosemary's Baby? Yeah. Charles the Grodemaster Groden. Yes. <laughs> He's a great doctor. He's like, hey, you know, I think you're probably too skinny. I don't know. Have you ever had potatoes, Leonese? <laughs> <laughs> Beethoven, no. <laughs> It's one of his best films, and so I married an ex murderer. Uh, uh, my favorite Groden film besides Midnight Run. Okay, uh, Clifford. No, have you seen Clifford? I tried, but I we do are it. re-approaching no. Clifford together. Never the Martin Short Charles Groden classic. I can't. That will be a home court coming coming to a theater near you. 
a podcast theater near you, listeners. We should have podcast theaters. Uh, yes, we should. <laughs> Come on down. Listen to the podcast. That's why I should do the programming at Belcourt. We wouldn't be watching space porn, man. No. We would be watching Clifford. Terrestrial porn. Yeah, Clifford. Okay. Starring Charles Grodin and Martin Short. Yeah. That's how you get the masses. That's how you get an ass every 18 inches, brother. People love Clifford. Clifford. They'd be like, is this the Big Red Dog movie? Like, absolutely it is. Come on in. Bring your kids. Oh, no. Yeah. It's not a Big Red Dog. It's the driest comic and the craziest comic. Yes. Making a movie for no one. Yeah. A wretched movie. <laughs> it's great. No. I don't think I'm so. I'm mad at you again, Sean. I'm sorry. Uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, Should we tell the people to watch this movie? We, I don't think we ever said that. We'll surrender a final verdict. Okay. I'm going to say this movie is guilty of confusing me. A little, yeah. And making me have to... Wait a minute. What is it? When you send the, the, the jury away, can we have a recession? I'm calling for a recession on a final verdict. Okay. No jury. Yeah, we'll reconvene. Okay. At a later time. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to decide that I liked or disliked this. I don't just think yet. we'll ever reconvene. Okay, that's a good point. I'm gonna say if you love filth, <laughs> <laughs> do you love jizz dripping down a woman's thigh? Do you love black water, gray water, white water? Oh, that was the best part. I take it back. Okay, yeah, horrific, very evocative. Shit. This is a <laughs> shit water. <laughs> just some shit water. Body horror astronaut pictures. Mm-hmm. And this is the one for you. I think, yeah. I think it's a worthwhile picture. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, this is worth watching. And you know what else is worth watching? Bloodsport. Oh, that too. Which you saw for the first time today. I saw it today. He goes, ah! And he goes, meow. <laughs> Bolo Young. He goes, meow, 5,000 times. Yeah. It's insane. At Food Court Cast. Yes. Oh, yeah. Get us, get our, get the Twitters. That's the Twitter. Get the FBs. Um, go to our regular website, mm-hmm. search for us in Google to get our SEO up. com. Don't know what an SEO is. I think it might be search engine optimization. It is. All right. Swing it up. Yes. And also, while you're at it, just would you get yourself a nice meal? Yeah. I mean, that's why we do it. We don't even like movies. We just like nice meals. Actually, in the spirit of food court, get yourself a not-so-nice meal. Oh, yeah. Get some shitty food and stuff it in your face. Mm-hmm. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. Bon appetit.